Hey everyone, welcome back to the Worldview Minute. I'm Pastor Levi Secret of Christ Bible Church. As we continue to build the Christian worldview here, specifically looking at the doctrine of creation, and we, we've already seen how God creates, how he orders, how he designs uh, everything, how he speaks into creation, and now we look at what he actually says about his creation. As the Lord goes throughout the creative process over those six days, he repeatedly looks upon his creation and he says, it is good, it is good, it is good, leading to at the end of his creation, end of his creating activity, he says, it is very good. And this shows us something utterly unique about the Christian worldview. And it's this idea that creation, though it is distinct from God, is valuable. It's worthwhile. It's intrinsically good. It's not just when God says it's good, it's not just that everything's working as it should be, everything's going according to plan, everything is functioning according to the design that God has made, though that's part of it, but that it is altogether good. That it reflects this goodness, and it is good because it reflects the character of its maker. That God himself is good, and his creation, as it reflects him, is valuable and is itself morally upright, righteous, without stain. Of course, all of this is all of this is before the fall, all of this is before sin enters into the equation, but this is utterly different than much of the pagan religions of the days are surrounding Christianity and Judaism. And it's also utterly different than much of the New Age religions uh, that we see today that look upon physicality as something less than spirituality or even something that is bad and to be escaped through enlightenment or a spiritual journey or something like that. And if we're honest, that type of thinking uh, that we call Gnosticism, that is uh, downplaying the physical realities and, and upplaying non-physical realities as being a, that salvation is come, comes about through liberation from the physical, that kind of thinking has seeped its way into Christianity from its very beginning since the first couple centuries of the church and is still really present today that we often talk about physical or spiritual things as that which is non-physical and is therefore of greater worth and that the physical reality is not valuable. But careful readers of scripture will understand that that's not what Christianity teaches. Right? That physical and spiritual realities really do are meant to go hand in hand. They really are meant to be things that that are seen as complementary to one another, not as at odds with one another. And we see this picked up uh, in by Paul in First Timothy uh, chapter four. In those in those verses, Paul speaks about the doctrine of demons. He speaks about that which will lead people astray, that which Satan uses to pervert uh, and lead others astray. And you might expect that Paul's going to talk about people who are worshiping the creation like he does in John, or in Romans 1. And that really is a threat. Uh, for Christians today, we look upon our unbelieving neighbors and family members and co-workers, and we see that they seem to worship the physical. And so it feels natural and spiritual and godly for us to then say, well, yeah, the physical's bad. Christians need to be against the physical and only for uh, the spiritual. But Paul warns us of something very different than what we might expect in 1 Timothy 4. He says that the doctrine of demons is those who forbid marriage and who forbid um, the eating of certain foods. That the doctrine of demons is, though, is found in those who look at the goodness of what God has made and say that it's evil. And so Satan really does have these two different paths that he leads people down away from God, which is a deifying of creation, a worship of creation as if that's all that's there, and also a hatred of the goodness of God that is reflected in creation, and that if we really want to be spiritual, if we really want to be enlightened, then we must liberate ourselves 
from physical realities. But that is a false teaching. That is a form of Gnosticism, and it shows its ugly head in the church all the time when we think that the physical world doesn't matter. We think that this life doesn't matter, and we even think about the eternal state as being purely spiritual and not physical at all, whereas the Bible teaches that the eternal state is actually a new creation where heaven descends upon earth. And so the Christian worldview labels creation as good, as worthwhile, as valuable. And this is affirmed even after the fall by Paul in 1 Timothy 4. It's also affirmed in John 1 and the Gospels that God the Son, who is holy, who is perfect, joins creation. He's incarnated. He becomes a part of his own creation. That is, at least in some way, affirming the reality that creation itself is worthwhile, it is good, and it is part of what God is redeeming. Again, Colossians 1, 15 through 20, that all things in heaven and on earth are being united and reconciled by the blood of Jesus' cross. Not just heaven, not just earth, but heaven and earth. Everything in it is being united by Christ. That his sacrificing or his sacrificial death brings a wholeness back to the universe between the spiritual and the physical. And there's one other text we should consider here as we think about creation being good. Even post-fall, that, that goodness is tainted, it's subjected to futility, but it's not wholly gone. There's still a valuableness to creation. That's one of the reasons why uh, Christ came. And when I say creation here, that includes humanity. Humanity is a part of creation. But in Romans 8, Paul speaks about uh, creation, that creation was against its will, subjected to futility. It was subjected to futility through the sin of mankind. And that creation itself now groans to be set free, to be liberated. And that, that liberation will come through the revealing of the sons of God. And these sons of God, of course, come by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And so what Romans 8 sets up for us is the exact opposite of Gnosticism. Gnosticism says salvation comes as we are liberated from the physical universe. Romans 8 tells us that salvation will even include the physical universe, and its liberation is not that it will no longer be physical, but that sin's dominion over it, sin's tarnishing over creation will be removed because of the work of Christ. And that's the Christian worldview. That's the Christian doctrine. That this world is good, stained in the fall, but it is being redeemed by Christ. And that this world and humans as a part of this world are valuable because they were made by God, they reflect God's glory, and they are part of his redemptive process. So as Christians look out at the physical world, as we look out upon creation, we don't deify it, we don't worship it, but we also don't cast away what God says is good and say, ah, that's not worthwhile, it's not worth anything. Jesus literally came to die to reconcile everything in heaven and on earth. On hev- or in heaven and on earth. He's reconciling all those things by the blood of his cross. And all of creation groans to be liberated, not from physicality, but from sin. So for Christianity, the problem is not physical versus spiritual. The problem is moral. It's good versus evil. It's sin versus righteousness. Liberation comes as we are liberated from sin, and creation will be liberated with man through the work of Christ, his death, and his resurrection.